Can it, is it going to be Jeff Bezos's giant rocket? Well, it can be. <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. Are, how interested are you in Jeff Bezos's Jeff giant Bezos's rocket, Andy? Rocket. Not in. I, I'm I'm this interested in it. This much interested. <laughs> if, if my fingers could go through one another <laughs> to, to, to in, into the negative, <laughs> they would. So 436. It's a podcast. I'm Mike and I'm a guy. Welcome back, guy. Thank you. What's my last name? Is that from the song? No. Guy from Galaxy Quest. You're uh, important to remember. Really? What's my last name? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows, and so that's how he knows he's going to get that's killed. That's he knows he's disposable. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not the, it's, just guy. it's not the color of his shirt. It's the fact that he only has a first name. That's right. <laughs> I need to watch that again. That's actually, it's it was an... I think it might still be Amazon occasionally puts things on prime for a month or two. And I think they put galaxy quest on prime. I know they did, but I think it might still be on prime. Okay. So you can check it out. Yeah. Allison insists on, on paying for prime herself. So I still have access to it, even though I have abandoned prime for me. Okay. Oh, speaking of... Uh, I don't understand why Amazon... I think that they could really do themselves a bit more of a service if you've got... You know, sometimes people don't want to share an Amazon account for obvious reasons. Spouses, you know, they're buying gifts and they want to have their own wish lists and all that other stuff. I don't... I, I abandoned wish lists like 10 years ago. Well, but yeah, the thing about so, gifts, totally, yeah. Well, but sometimes... Or, you know, I want to have my own prime video list or you know all of the things or my own kindle library all that right i mean the whole reason why you might have an account just to yourself plus if you're buying a gift on there for said spouse you don't want them to go oh look at what he just purchased you know or any of that so it makes sense for two people to have separate amazon accounts especially a husband and a wife or maybe even a family you know mother, father, daughter, you know, for all the things, but they don't have a family prime membership. I was just going to say what I, I haven't even looked into it. What do they, they have that? I'm, I'm not, a, I have looked in the past. You actually I, have I guess looked, I kind of so. stopped looking, but go, a family you. prime membership <laughs> would be, would be great. I mean, it's yeah. like, like Apple finally ended up with a family plan for, you know, for their, for some of their stuff. I mean, it seems like Amazon yeah. would be like, you know, we don't want to both be paying $120 a month in prime when it's the, you know, we've only got the, we got, you know, my account is signed into both Roku's and, and all that other shit. So it's just like, it, it's just sort of pointless to have us both being paying for a prime just so that she can get 
the shipping and I can get the shipping and she can have her own video library and I can have my own video library, right? my own Kindle and music library. Cause I use a lot of that stuff that Amazon distributes for free, for free as a prime quote unquote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In exchange for your information. Yeah. Right. Your, your digital colonoscopy that they right. give you every time you log on. And so it the- seems like they couldn't manage that. I understand the whole, you know, you don't want to have, your son go to college and all of a sudden his entire frat has your Amazon, you know, as part of your Amazon family plan. Sure. You know, I mean, clearly they could do some things to manage and keep that under control. You know, Netflix has started doing IP address scanning and that sort of thing. Like, Hey, this account is simultaneously streaming five different shows from five different IP addresses. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe there's something suspicious going on. I don't know. What do you think? Or the husband and wife, you know, both order prime stuff and it strangely enough goes to two different addresses that aren't even in the same state. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of of Amazon and online shopping, you have dogs, right? Three. Three dogs. I thought it was two. Are, are there, is there a cat also? No longer. Just, th- just three dogs. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. about your cat. I've had cats in the past. Um, had as many as five, actually. Yikes. Yeah. No, we bought our dog this thing called the, it's a bed called the Donut Cuddler. Have you heard of this? Uh, I have not. We do use a cuddle cup, which is a dog bed for a really, really small dog. But... Yeah, I don't know how small these things come. Okay. But it's a... Uh, it's like faux fur and it's round and it's got the bolster around, you know, so mm-hmm. they like pretty much, you know, sink into it. Okay. And it's supposed to help for anxiety and stuff like that. And like know, a thunder shirt, but something you lay in like a thunder bed. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, oh my God, our dog loves it. Like he has <laughs> abandoned his favorite blanket for this thing. Like if given a choice between favorite blanket over here or the new bed over there he goes to the new bed and it's called a cuddle donut donut cuddler and it's donut d-o-n-u-t right not the sensible way of spelling it as opposed to the i don't know what's that gaelic or whatever bullshit however wherever that o-u-g-h crap came from in our lexicon (laughs) you know the nut made out of dough (laughs) donut cuddler dog bed yeah Amazon's got it right there. Oh, that does look Best Friends by Sherry, the original yeah. calling donut cat and dog bed in shag fur. Yeah. It doesn't look uncomfortable. And there's a little tiny Jack Russell in this one picture who's just their little head is sticking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he does not look unhappy. And they're not, you know, super expensive. Right. Which is nice too, but yeah, I just thought they that come, I would... they come as small as a twenty-three. I love that they say twenty-three by twenty-three. Yeah, for people who don't know how how uh, diameters work, how, how circles work, <laughs> how circles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and there's also a blanket option. They have their own blanket, huh? There's a bed. There's a bed only, or the bed and blanket. Oh, it's a, it, it comes with a separate blanket or is it, is it somehow attached to the bed? No, it looks, it appears to be separate. Okay. And it looks like they drape the blanket over the, 
top of it. You probably have the what the thirty six. Um, or is or is he big enough? Is for that the outside diameter? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only. Uh, it doesn't say if it goes to the if it's thirty six to the bolsters or thirty six to the edge, but I would assume that it's to the edge because people would need to fit it in something. You know, mm-hmm. if you wanted to stick it in between something and it said that it's thirty six inches. And you measured that you had 36 inches of space and then you bought it and was like, oh, no, it's 36 inches to the inside <laughs> of the bolster. You'd be like, well, what's the point of that? Because well, now I need yeah. another 10 inches of distance to cover the big ass bolster. I, I was thinking the important dimension would be where the dog fits. So the inside dimension, although. Uh, well, looking at the looking at the photograph with the dimensions on it, it is OD. Okay. No, that uh, that actually does make sense, but but for the the I was thinking it makes sense for the reason that you want to you want to be able to say that uh, that it's bigger. You know, you don't want to like if you're given a choice for the for the size of the dog. So they do say like a thirty six is for dogs up to hundred pounds, and I don't think yours is that heavy. I'm thinking of it. No, he's not. I'm thinking of it from like a marketing standpoint, where if you have an outside diameter and a smaller inside diameter, you're going to want to give the bigger number all the time. I would say so. Yeah. 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 So, um, is his the 36 probably, unless okay. there's a 30 inch one and then it could be either of those. There is, there's a medium. So okay. there's a 23, well. <laughs> a 30, a 36 and a 45. It's definitely not the 45 or the 23. <laughs> it's, eh, it's probably oh. the 36. How many, how many pounds is your pop? Um, he is 32 pounds. Oh, well, maybe you went with the, the 30 because that's for pets up to 45 pounds. Yeah. But he's pretty lanky. He's got long legs. Yeah, yeah. so he might he might have wanted a bigger size. Although he does just... His, his mass is distributed over a much greater area. What he does is he curls up in it as, mm-hmm. as intended by design for the, uh, you know, cuddle cuddling mm-hmm. benefits. And then as he gets comfortable, then he just, like, spreads out. Like he'll hang his head completely over the edge, and all four legs are off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it does look comfortable. It wouldn't be two of the dogs. Don't really aren't really like bad snugglers like that. Yeah, the third one is, but we he can't have something that's that bolstered and fluffy. It's not stable enough for his lanky knees. Yeah. You know, what happened this morning that made me, made me think of that was uh, I got up first, and then the dog got up and followed me downstairs because uh, he had to go out. He hadn't mm-hmm. been out all night. And, uh, and then he went straight to his bed, and he was laying there. And he, he hung out there the entire time I was drinking coffee on the sofa. And then when I went back upstairs, he followed me, but then he started bugging Allison like, Hey, that guy's busy now. And he's and and I need, I want you to get up. You, you should get up now. Come on, get up, get up. She's like, what the, what the f- is wrong with you <laughs> Saturday? <laughs> and basically like I analyzed his behavior and realized he just wanted somebody to go sit on the couch downstairs so that he could sleep in his bed and have a human near him. Because he yeah. loves that bed so much. He wants much. to be in the bed, but he doesn't want to be alone. But he doesn't want to be alone. Right. Now, pretty soon, he may figure that he can pick up said bed with his 
mouth and drag it to whatever part of the house he wants to be in. He has already figured out how to drag it up onto his old bed, which is just a one of those rectangular flat beds, like the kind you yeah. put in the in the bottom a little, uh, of a crate. crate yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's it's more substantial than that. It's meant to be by its on its own, but it's you know the flat rectangular it's orthopedic or whatever sure. they describe it as. Yeah, yeah, and um, but yeah, he pulled it up on top of that and gets it perfectly centered, and then because he likes to be up a little higher, and I'm like, sure. Allison pointed out, see, he is part cat. <laughs> he wants to be up high <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he's very cat like all whippets are though yeah i remember one time at ray's house we were gaming and one of his <clears throat> cats was roaming around the floor and we were just sort of talking about it and josh knew and of course ray knew because both of them are obviously cat owners but several of the other people at the table weren't fully aware and I just said, oh, watch this. And I grabbed, I, I took a piece of paper off of his printer and I just set it on the floor about six feet away from the gaming table. And the cat just went straight over to it and laid on it. Uh-huh. That's, that's a cat. Yep. That is absolutely what it, you, you guarantee. You take a piece of paper, it's a tenth of a millimeter thick and put it on the floor. Yeah. I'm going to go stand on that thing. Also, if the if the cat is uh is sick, maybe has a little bit of an upset stomach, you can you can take it to a gymnasium where it's just this giant open room with with a, a hardwood floor that's like you know eight thousand square feet with nothing mm-hmm. on it, and you can lay down like a little square uh, washcloth mm-hmm. at any at any anywhere in that room, and the cat will go over to it and barf on it. Oh, good. Okay. You, you have noticed that about how the cats will always barf on dogs do it too i've noticed but they'll they want to barf on your rug that takes up 30 percent of your floor space they don't want to barf on the bare floor i found yeah okay i do know that part you're talking about <laughs> i typically found that cats preferred to bark on the edge of the rug so half of it would be on the rug half of it would be on the floor and if possible <laughs> Find the edge of the rug that had tassels. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's even more fun to barf on. Or where it was lifted up a little bit so that it could, like, seep underneath the rug, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You want to get on the edge where there's tassels. That way it just, yeah. Maximum amount of cleaning required. That's extra fun. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to Cat Talk. Hey, was there a... We had a conversation going before we hit the record button. Uh, follow up on the HP Cube USB C Thunderbolt mm-hmm. hub thing that we uh, absolutely destroyed a couple episodes ago. Yes. And um, we were talking about how we're still having problems with ours, and everyone who has one is still having problems with it. Um, you were going somewhere with that? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. So I, um, I obviously took it off. And did I donate it yet? Donate it to the electronics recycler. I think I might have. I mean, the company sent it to me, but you know, when you got quarter million employees, um, <laughs> it's hard to keep track of that kind of thing. I was going to say, don't you have to like return that to your IT department? They're never going to f- know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they will never know that somebody sent it to me. <laughs> but when I started my new position and I had taken the thing off and I had just been plugging straight in, 
to my to my laptop, just the HDMI and the VGA. And I started my new, actually, no, at that time, I just had a single monitor. So I was just on HDMI. And when I started my new position, they said, you know, is there anything you need? And so they were going to set me up with a, a pair of monitors, you know, so, and it turns out it's extremely good to have them for the type of work that I'm now doing. Yep. But multiple monitors yeah. is nice for um, all kinds of types of work. Yeah. I guess they gave me <laughs> 24 inch curved front Samsung's pair of them. So. You look great. You like the curved front, huh? It it's nice because it it takes up a little bit less space. Yep. Um, and and you sort of put them in and situate them so that it's just kind of one long curve. And I wasn't sure how it looked. I mean, I'm not gaming on them or anything like that, and I don't do graphics the way you do because obviously the curved fronts don't distribute light and color nearly as cleanly as as a flat screen does. Right. But um, for my kind of work, they're, they're totally fine. Um, so having just the extra real estate and the two displays is quite helpful. Do you, do you, do you use spreadsheets to, or? I'm in a lot of tools, but nothing, that's, that, nothing that I need to do graphics for. I'm not in that kind of work. So. Yeah. But I asked them, I said, you know, I would really like to have a docking station, an actual docking station as opposed to this, this horse <laughs> cube. And so I gave, you know, I got the model number off of this HP laptop and, you know, I don't, I don't understand HP. You put model numbers or serial numbers into their website and it'll come back and say more than one product has this model number or this serial number. I'm like, why the f- would you do that? Yeah. But I mean, you have all the serial numbers in the world to choose from. Serial why numbers, it makes you, absolutely... Why would you make one laptop and a fucking sand drive or some shit like that have the same serial number? That's just stupid. <laughs> and when you go on there and you say, okay, I've got the G3 Ultrabook, whatever the it is. Hey, that's what I have. I think that's what it is. It might be the G2. I don't know it's one of them. But you put that in there, G2 Ultrabook X, whatever the it is. And it gives you a list of model numbers this fucking long. And you sit there and think, why do you need 50 different versions of this? And it's like, oh, that one's got this one chip. And that one's got that one chip. Like, you could probably do it better than that. Yeah. But it said, here are your compatible docking stations. Regular plug-in docking station port replicator things. and. I looked at the one in the picture. This is straight off of HP's website. Looked at the one in the picture. Looked at my laptop. Looked at the one in the picture. <laughs> and I thought, okay, we all know that photographs on corporate websites are not necessarily, or may not be an accurate representation of product. Right. Order the thing. Again, their model number. They knew what model number I had. Give me a docking station, look at, finally get the product, look at my laptop, look at the docking station. There is no way these things will connect. <laughs> it's got one of those on the very, um, so that you lock it down, that like on the very bottom of the laptop would be a long port. Okay. And then you would, and it would lock in and it would up into the 
port of the laptop. That's the docking station. It's one, yeah, one of those uh, long, flat docking yeah. stations that right. you actually <laughs> could shink it into. Yeah. Uh, and the little hooks that then stick up in the holes and lock in and all that other shit. Right. That's what they sent me. They said, this will be compatible with your laptop. Flip my laptop over. There is neither a port <laughs> nor any holes for hooks to lock into. Of course not. It, and it's like, you, you, your own website acknowledges this laptop by poor model number that I had to look on the list for. And it doesn't. So it's like, you know, you guys. <laughs> God, I do not know what happened to HP. It just, oh, let's dump all of our good businesses and focus just on computers and printers. Okay, so you don't have anything else to do but computers and printers, and you still can't do that, right? <laughs> anyway, hi, Mike. Hi, Andy. How, how's it going? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's what I had to say about that. All right. Well, thank but you. This little fuzzy bed that you're talking about does look pretty cool. Yeah, so that's a. Uh, this wouldn't work for me. That's one product recommendation from Nerdburger and one product unrecommendation. No, it's just <laughs> not for, which just would not be appropriate for every dog. Um, I do use, we use a cuddle cup for Mr. Windsor. Um, it's, a, it's not nearly this puffy, but it has really, really tall sides, like more like a cup. So the sides are probably. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Four or five inches tall, and then the, the cushion on the bottom is fairly flat. Um, but it's something they can really jump into. Oh, it's the and same so, Friends Friends by Sherry, same uh, manufacturer. Oh, not surprising. There you um, go. And it's really nice because he really likes to ride in the car in that thing on Heather's lap. <laughs> and he tacos in it really nicely. So, I mean, he, you, you put the cuddle cup down on the floor, and he just... Whoop, he just jumps straight into it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But then you can sort of fold up the sides and grab it, and his little head can stick out. Yep. You talk to him and hand him to the vet or whatever. We found out from our vet, the, um, the groomer, that when she has him, she has to, she said, if I, if I leave the cuddle cup out when I'm trying to work on him, he keeps trying to jump back into it. <laughs> so I have to put it somewhere else like out of sight. Up on top of the so cabinets or something. Him without him being, yeah, so yeah. he's not distracted by it. I gotta get my color cup. That's my safe place. Yep. They some friends by Sherry's got the formula, the magic formula. They figured it out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a great it's a great little Oh yeah. Boy, sometimes you do wish you were a dog. You'd be like, wow, oh, I would love to sleep in that thing. Look at this cool thing I can play in and sleep in and Barf on. <laughs> well, there you go, dog and cat lovers in the Nurburger universe. Go get you some uh, friend, best friends by Sherry cuddle cup and donut cuddler. Is that the available other on Glamazon? Are you saying Glamazon? Yes. <laughs> tell your tell your listeners to look up Mike Berbiglia and Glamazon. Okay. Probably find it on YouTube. Oh. Or you could say, Andy, why don't you find it on YouTube since you're on? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, see, let's see what I can find. I don't know if his stuff is on there for free. Let's find out. If it is, then I will send you the link and you can post it in the show notes. All right. While you're doing that, 
Let's do news. What's news about Mike Birbiglia and Glamazon? Andy? No idea what's okay. newsy about him. Okay. I'll have to look up the... I can I find it. It's called that. It's not called that, so I would need to dig through these results here and figure out which one of these is actually the, the bit that I was looking for. I'll just go watch all, all of his uh, stand-up. Yeah, just go watch it. Just go, um, go ahead and... <laughs> Um, go to the Apple store and just buy everything he's ever done. Yeah, I'll buy it all. Yeah. <laughs> just, just listen to all of it front to back. I'll take a week. Part about Glamazon. I'll just, t- I'll just take a week off of work. Knock that right out. Mm-hmm. Hey, so um, in news today. News. We have a, a new segment. A new segment or a news segment? A new news segment that is part uh, of the news segment a sub segment a sub segment of the news segment sub, yes a news sub segment yes okay and it has its own theme song oh boy here we go is there any farting in it what <laughs> no not that kind of song okay <laughs> there's no there's no farting in it Okay. I had to think about <laughs> that, but think for a second. Hmm, would I have picked a song that had farting in it? Yeah, I might. Did I put snow? So well, there... I should think about that. <laughs> <laughs> no farts. No farts. Here okay. we go. Here we go. Welcome to Nerdburger News Morning Wood. <laughs> See, there were sound effects in that. There were sound that's, effects. That's why I had to think. Yes. I wonder what that represents. You like that? <laughs> I got this one too. Up and down. Yeah. That's for the that's for the over fifty crowd. <laughs> no. Takes a little bit longer to get up there and then drops not, off not the very blue, quickly. Not without the blue pill. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get we'll go try to go through these quickly. Uh, according to a study on corpses, the big nose, big hose hypothesis is true. Hooray! And you know what they're talking about? I do indeed. Okay. <laughs> I do indeed. Uh, let's see. A team of scientists has studied the noses and genitals of recently deceased corpses to determine that the big nose, big hose a, hypothesis a is team. true. A it team. required multiple, multiple people. Multiple people, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's uh, basically the results are good news for uh, those of you with uh, large noses. So that means large nose guys are showers, not growers. Uh, well, we'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, scientists found that the larger the honker, the larger your donker. I made that up. I improved their writing. <laughs> they did not say donker. Improved. <laughs> they said the larger your down there honker. Hello, honker, donker. Like your under honker. <laughs> even that's even that's better than down there honker. Come on, that's the best you could come up with. Somebody spent as little time as possible writing this. They were too distracted. <laughs> They were, yeah, they couldn't stop looking at the photos. The researchers looked at 126 male corpses, all forensic autopsy cases at 
Just just male? <laughs> Seems pretty sexist. <laughs> yes, now we need the the follow-up study of female corpses comparing nose size to the size of the female honker. Right. Let's see. Kyoto Prefectural University of Medicine. <laughs> wow. From April 2015 to March 2019, so nearly four years. All cadavers aged between 30 and 50 years old. Postmortem conducted within three days of death. The measurements of bodies, heights, weight, length. Body length? How is that different from height? And girth. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Body heights. And then, okay, they, and this is just a, this is poorly written. Body heights and weights and length and girth of their flaccid penis. And, whoa, hello, the weight. Perhaps, the, perhaps it's a Google Translate from the original language of his written. This is, I, if, I f***ing love science website. So I don't doubt it. Maybe. I was trying to say, and the weight of their testicles. <laughs> of course. I see the scale that you use for that. Right. It's <laughs> one of those little kitchen scales from the deli. <laughs> Force it up under there. Oh, I, I, I think they, yeah, they, they, they cut them off <laughs> and carry them over to the scale. Why would you do that? <laughs> They're according, corpses. According to, according to <laughs> the, um, the, uh, don't think he was a, Mortician, and there's always these always little sub things of, but he did he did do body preparing, um, as well as uh, helping to run the funeral home and all that. Uh, so he was a funeral director, but also did the the various body pre- preparation. Wired does these uh, uh, ask an expert type of thing where experts read questions and then answer them. On YouTube, yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, this guy was, and they did a. Um, <laughs> he and he said we we try to leave bodies as absolutely intact as possible. Okay. They don't just cut people up, and so the only time we might have to do is if there's certain difficulties. But you know, we don't deliberately remove organs or any of that other stuff. We're just primarily draining the fluids and replacing them and doing some other stuff. But they their their goal is to leave the body as as unaltered as possible. But this this is a a uh an autopsy or or, no, no, or no, a funeral. Somebody prepares bodies for funerals. Funeral people. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I yeah. well you know my my sister Dr. Lori Yes, teaches gross anatomy, so I I always think of it. Well, she probably cuts things apart quite a bit, but when oh, you're yes. preparing them for burial, you don't <laughs> you don't slice and dice. Plus, I'm thinking of TV shows where they they show you the uh, the forensic uh, examiner, right. you know, right. like cutting the the organ out and carrying it over to the scale right. that's hang- you know it's like the grocery store scale that's exactly. hanging from the ceiling, exactly. and they put it on there, and the you know the <laughs> the dial goes up. <laughs> <laughs> here's how much his brain weighs and here's how much my banana is <laughs> or <laughs> here's how much <laughs> this this uh, animal brain is and here's how much my banana weighs well it's it's helpful to have those around because when your coworker brings in a big tub of tuna salad to share you have something that you can measure the scoops out with so that everybody in the office gets an equal amount 
Tuna salad is probably not something I'm partaking in if a random coworker brings it in to share. <laughs> but I get your point. <laughs> Make sure all of the jello shots weigh the same, something like that. Since there you we're go. At work. There you go. <laughs> okay, so they 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 measured some flaccid penises and then they had to stretch the penises and measure the stretched penis because obviously you can't uh well, according to them you can't induce an erection in a corpse, although I'm sure there are people out there that have figured that out. <laughs> well, you could do the same thing that the body does, I would assume. Pump Pump fluid in. Yeah, you just attach uh, some tubes and, uh, you know, uh, hydraulic... Uh, just attach some tubes. Fluid and, and you know, a little motor. Tell Dr. Sure. Lori about this. When, she, when she, <laughs> don't you just attach some tubes? Just anywhere, right? <laughs> Plug one into the butt, one into the belly button. <laughs> um, hey, so uh, so when you're doing get your... Just, uh, get yourself a compressor. So when you're doing your, uh, your, 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 your full autopsy there in front of all the students, how many tubes do you attach to the body right. <laughs> during the whole process? That's a good and question. And get one of those really fast compressors so that it can cycle <laughs> both. <laughs> like the one, like the one your contractor uses when he's That's right. pressure That's washing right. your house. And positive, just something that does positive and negative pressure really, really rapidly. Yeah, that won't make a mess at all. <laughs> so anyway, these uh, researchers... Oh, we can make it dance. <laughs> Hello. Hook it, up to an, hook it up to an iPod so it goes to the rhythm of music. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. Why is that corpse? <laughs> Twirling a cane and <laughs> wearing a top hat. Helicopter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> baton yeah <laughs> high stepping out 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 in the corridor okay uh the size of your nose was not found to be strongly correlated to flaccid penis length which the team attributes to quote the elasticity of a small flaccid penis may be greater than that of a large flaccid penis the fact that nose size is related to stretched penis length indicates that penile length may not be determined by age height or body weight but has already been determined before birth so how does this help forensics well not at all (laughs) (laughs) what does this knowledge give us nothing (laughs) although our results are useless for forensic purposes understanding the growing process of the penis or facial features (laughs) may be very important for extrapolating fetal androgen levels and following male genital functions blah 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 so there there but anyway there is a relationship between uh <laughs> spl which is their acronym for stretched penis length and nose size but it is limited in japanese male cadavers and the reason why spl and nose size are related is unclear still Therefore, I have a feeling this is this is one of those studies who the only time it will ever be referenced is to share with other people uh, to get a laugh out of, yeah. rather than any actual scientific usefulness. Yeah, uh, they ever. They say that they consider it an interesting subject to pursue further. 
However, the team found only a weak correlation between nose size and the weight of your balls. There is some correlation. I'd like to see that grant request when they wrote to the government and said, would you give me $500,000 to figure this out? And somebody in the government would said, absolutely, because this seems like critical research. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I guess when, we're, when we are to a point where we are creating datas and we need to have fully functional androids, when you start to sculpt their face and the rest of them, you need to make sure that you're being as, as correct as possible to human variability. Yeah, that could be, yeah, that could be a way that you could tell the, the replicants from the, the real humans. Hey, that guy's sure. <laughs> like, hey, hey, mister. Hey, want to uh-huh. have some sexy time? Hey, wait a minute. Your nose isn't nearly as big enough. As- hey, you're not a human. That's right. <laughs> 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 they need to put that into into Blade Runner 2097. 2067. 2067? Is that the, is that the third movie? Sure, let's go with that. They need to make that quick before Harrison Ford gets killed filming uh, you know one of these other uh sequels. I thought 2049 was awful by the way, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was terrible. I think I think it's hilarious that the original was set in 2019. Boy, were they uh, off the mark. We're, we're so, <laughs> we're oh so close. <laughs> At least Back to the Future 2 got some stuff right. Man. <laughs> well, what they did get right is that we are still largest speaking English here. And everybody's got a big flat screen TV hanging over their fireplace. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Pretty, yeah much. pretty much. Oh, and the Cubs won the World Series. But not in 2015. I think they won it before, right? Anyway, who cares? No idea. I think they're all they're also what's isn't there some schedule? Like I mean, doesn't everybody at least get to win once? <laughs> How'd they get left off of that for a hundred and something years? Well, <laughs> speaking of uh random number generator. Speaking of pretending to care about sports and droughts in championships, congratulations to my Milwaukee Bucks for winning the uh, NBA championship for the 2020-2021 season. Their first in exactly 50 years. The number 50 also features prominently in the number of points scored by their number one player, Giannis, last name I can't pronounce. Okay. Way to the go. The number 50 also features prominently in every standard bell curve that goes from 0 to 100. Yes, it does. Also, um, every series of numbers that spans from zero to hundred—it's <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> it, is, it is the balance point. <laughs> That's so funny that you say bell curve because this early this morning, before my brain was working sufficiently on caffeine, um, meaning I had pressed the button on the coffee maker but was waiting for the coffee to finish brewing, I thought about something that distributes along a bell curve. Like I realized like this thing I was thinking of, Hey, that distributes along a bell curve pretty much. But now I don't remember what it was that I was thinking of. I just remember that I thought of the bell curve. Was it the shape of a bell? No. Because the shape of a bell also (laughs) is remarkably similar to a bell curve. If you, if you cut a cross section through the middle of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or look at it in elevation. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. (laughs) 
it, well, it would be if they if they named the bell curve after Samuel Bell. Or, that's right. Wait, that's I mean, an actual. Doesn't that, look anything like a helicopter. <laughs> was is that the name of the guy that invented the helicopter? I thought that was Sikorsky. Well, but Bell is a helicopter. Who invented the helicopter? So Sikorsky wasn't around when there were statistics. So let's go with that. Sikorsky was pre-statistics. Which of course he was not. But <laughs> statistics, of course, making, invented. As long as, we're, as long as we're making up for your listeners. <laughs> statistics, of course, invented by the the French scientist Pierre Statistics in 1897. <laughs> it can't be. I can't be French because there aren't nearly enough useless vowels at the end of the word statistics. Well, technically, Leonardo da Vinci invented the helicopter, although he didn't build it. He just drew it. No? Gustave de Ponton de Amacourt was the first person to coin the term helicopter. The first piloted helicopter was invented by another French engineer, Paul Cornu, in 1907. However, his design didn't work, so I don't know if that doesn't count then. Let's see. Yeah, Igor Sikorsky. Wow! That was a... I pulled that out. Well, now hands. who invented statistics? No, I don't care. Probably like Aristotle or something like that, right? Uh, well, you could have been typing that. Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> While I was reading. <laughs> when I type in who invented, Google's first <laughs> offer is who invented walking. Yeah, I got that too. Then school the and then the light bulb. Who, who invented walking? Uh... <laughs> Um, it would have been whichever one of those ape-like people on that scale were the first ones to walk more on their legs than with their arms and their legs. The birth of statistics, according to Wikiality, is (laughs) dated 1662 when John Grant, along with William Petty, developed early human statistical and census methods to provide a framework for modern demography. 1662, that's right there in the same time period as our boy Sammy Peeps. Sammy Peeps? (laughs) Samuel Peeps. The guy that wrote the first diary. Wrote the first diary? I thought you listened to the show. Been a while. (laughs) Well, regular guest Jim, every time he's on, reads a reads a bit of uh, from Sammy Peep's diary at the end of the show. I see. You don't listen to the whole show. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I used to listen a lot. I, I used to be able to, at my previous job, have the show run in the background while I did work because it was something that I could easily listen to and work at the same time, but my new job is not like that. Your, your, new, Plus, your new position at the same employer. It's a new job, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a whole new role, whole different. No, no, group, I, I know. Whole different, whole different software package, uh, different manager, different team. Right, but you're still working for the same company. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, plus, I used to also binge several shows at a time when I would go travel to see my parents or something. Yep. Which hasn't happened in you know eighteen months. We well, used to travel for work too. I used to travel for work. You would a take lot. photos of tarmac and share it on Facebook. I know. I miss but, those. Uh, I don't do that anymore, <laughs> and I am not unhappy about it. <laughs> Spoiler alert: all airport tarmacs look the same. 
<laughs> very, very <laughs> nearly. <laughs> Which I understood to be the joke behind that, and I appreciated it. Well, everybody was always big on the the plane wing in the air. Oh, look where I'm going. Yep. Oh, look, even clouds. Though, even though what you can see off the wing is not the direction which you're heading. No, that's not where you're going. No, you're taking a picture of what you're flying past. Where you're passing. Yeah. Unless you're circling, getting ready to land, in which case then you might be able to get a a shot. It could be for a brief period of time. Yes. What I always like flying into, uh, into Milwaukee is uh, when they, when they take you over the lake, they they fly you right up the middle of Lake Michigan and then, Mm -hmm. and then take a hard left and they land uh, west on whatever runway that is. So you, you don't, you, 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 you're looking out the window and you might see, you know, the coast going off mm-hmm. in one direction, north or south, but you really have, if you just look straight down, it's just water and waves yeah. and you have no idea what's happening or, until, until you're like, wow, those waves are, I, I can, I can see the waves. Really I can close. see the, you know, where they're, you know, the white, where they're cresting <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and there's a giant cliff and oh, now we're on the ground. <laughs> The, I've never gone in uh, Milwaukee, but the other airports that give you a similar that I go into multiple times, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Boston, and uh, New York, LaGuardia, all have that same heading west, skimming, skimming your nards along the water, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> And if you land in Charleston, West Virginia, which is a commercial slash military airport on the top of a mountain that they just flattened. Fun. Um, you're going and there's trees way, way, way the f- down there. And it's like, and he drops the wheels and, and all that and the flaps are out and you're like, we're, we're way still a thousand feet still. above anything. And, and it's you're all watching, you're watching all of a sudden it's down, down, down and boom. <laughs> you're like did we hit a mountain just rushes at you very very rapidly <laughs> as you come to the side of the mountain and then you're on the ground i've been in that airport more than a couple of times too i'd never heard about that airport before i would have assumed that it uh their airport was down in a valley no somewhere on top of them. it's military it's shared the nice thing about going in and out of it especially during rough weather is because it's military uh, especially in like snowstorms, they keep it cleared better. Yeah. So you get you get in and out of there more reliably than some of the other small airports. And when we were traveling there one time, we had a new guy uh, with the team, previous team. And I was traveling with, it was me. Uh, I had a project manager traveling. She and I were traveling together out of, out of Atlanta. And then he was, the new guy was flying in from somewhere in Florida. And we told him, when you get to the airport, you know, you're going to meet us. We will wait for you at baggage claim one. Make sure to go there so that we can meet up with you. And he's, you know, it was just like the first trip he'd ever made with the company and all that. So we, uh, we get to that airport and he said, I was kind of panicking, trying, trying to make sure I found baggage claim one, because you guys were very adamant about making sure that that was the baggage claim I went to. Yeah shouldn't take too much for you at this point to determine that there there is only one baggage claim at this airport it has six gates <laughs> so he was panicked looking around for a big one on the baggage claim trying to make sure that he was at the right one 
And is it well, not numbered? Is it just called baggage claim because well, there's only yeah, one? Baggage claim because there it's only bad. Why would you call it baggage claim one? Exactly. No other baggage. So claim. he found baggage claim, but he was still panicking, was, looking for the numeral one. He, he didn't know <laughs> if it was the right baggage claim. He's like, well, maybe this is baggage claim two or yeah, four or twelve. Yeah. I have no clue. I all hey, I know just, is I crash landed into the top of a mountain. He took he took it well enough. We all got a good chuckle out of it for the rest of the trip. Uh, so it was fine, but it was a little funny. Well. Speaking of uh, of wanting to survive your your flight and your landing, according to new research, there Uh-oh. may there may be a surprisingly effective way for men to increase their lifespans. But <laughs> <laughs> it involves, however, <laughs> uh, a pretty severe alteration to the physical body that may not appeal to everybody. An international team, led by researchers from the University of Otago in New Zealand, were able to show that castration of male sheep delays the aging of DNA, and the same principles could apply to humans as well. So let's try it. What? (laughs) Well, that is probably one of the things that that does uh, lead to some of the risky male behavior that's out there. So it could probably improve your longevity just by getting rid of the... uh, Hey y'all, watch this habit. <laughs> <laughs> the uh more toxic, shall we say, yeah. aspects of testosterone. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, this yeah. is uh well I I don't think I don't know if sheep have that problem, but that's 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 what they figured out. Eliminating eliminating some of the uh boldness and the not thinking things through before one does them. This habit. is yeah. Certainly. This is specifically the age of your DNA, though. Well, but your DNA is as old as you, isn't it? Let's see. Or are they saying that it reduces the loss of telomeres or something like that? Well, okay, now you're skipping way ahead. <laughs> I don't even know if they mentioned that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Control who is the person? Steve Horvath, study co-author, invented the epigen- uh, epigenetic Epigen- clock. Epigenetics. A biochemical genetic test that can be used to measure age. The test shows the levels of methylation, a biological process that has been found to be key to aging. Quote, we found that males and females have very different patterns of DNA aging in sheep, and that despite being male, the castrates had very feminine characteristics at specific DNA sites. I'm not sure what that means. (laughs) The same findings, scientists say, could also be applied to humans. But, of course, the, you know, good luck finding um, test uh, subjects for your, for your study. Those sites most affected by castration also bind to receptors of male hormones in humans at a much greater rate than we would expect by chance. This provides a clear link between castration male hormones and sex-specific differences in DNA aging. So it is the, the hormones that do something to the DNA to make it age faster than it otherwise would. Well, you remember when my dad was on the show a couple of years ago, he talked briefly about epigenetics as well. Your dad talked about a lot of stuff I, I didn't understand the uh, meanings of the words, too. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> that, happens, that happens when you're <laughs> dealing with people <laughs> like that. <laughs> Sit down with any PhD for long enough and you will eventually hear a whole lot of stuff that you have no idea what yeah. what's being talked about. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, stay stay tuned for uh, the next appearance of Dr. Lori, where she'll do that, and I'll have to make her explain. Uh, she's an MD, right? Or is she a PhD? PhD. Okay. PhD in what? I don't know. I used to think it was called molecular biology, but she has corrected me multiple times, and I don't remember any of those times what the new thing is. But that's what she has a PhD. It's like molecular biology, but... It's not pathology. No. Okay. She teaches uh, gross anatomy and immunology. Okay. I think. <laughs> and, and I believe she's now the head of her department. Oh, good. Okay. Don't worry. Most people don't know what I do either. <laughs> Boy, that that blur background takes a second to recognize when you yes. wheel, wheel yourself back into frame. <laughs> Sometimes when I walk into uh, where Heather works, into her, her part of the house where she's set up and she does a, a bookshelf background behind her. And she'll be talking to a, a co-worker on it, usually the same one, but um, I kind of come out of the bookshelf, kind of like Homer Simpson coming, you know, <laughs> in the shrubbery. Re- reverse, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just, go back and just, <laughs> Now see, somebody at Zoom needs to take take the the blur background template and replace the blur effect with a shrubbery effect so that you can you can yeah, go do that. go back back and forth hmm. in and out of the shrubbery like homer simpson that would be something it wouldn't surprise me if that's not available well i was looking at some of the options for choosing video fil- filter and all that in zoom and i said oh well, that's interesting i wonder how well that would work and uh, it, it like click on studio effects. And I could load in some eyebrows and a mustache and beard. Oh, yeah. We found those are currently empty. We found, then there's, we found those there's, on our, uh, our internal office meeting, mm-hmm. which is just for our office here in Atlanta. The other day, we, sp- we all spent like 10 minutes <laughs> putting on mustaches and eyebrows and lipstick and hats. Well, see, I, I do the lip color thing. <laughs> And it like it doesn't do anything at all. Well, you're very dark in your in your room there. Like you don't have a lot yeah. of lighting on your face. There's a lot of light behind you. And if I try and do the color picker and pick a color in the color picker, it doesn't it doesn't I mean it picks, but it doesn't it doesn't apply it for some reason. That's what I was futzing with when we started, because it was a critically important in this audio only podcast that I have blue lips. <laughs> You wanted me to panic and think that you weren't getting enough oxygen. It's really cold in my house. The AC cranked down. <laughs> oh my god, Andy! What's what? What's I your get, what's, what's your pulse ox? Quick, check your pulse ox. You don't look See, good. If I open up the blinds. It just creates more contrast. It just makes more. Yeah, yeah. So. I have this weird thing where, at work in the office, where it's very with a lot of overhead lighting. I look like you do now, like really dark, shadowy and tan, which, of course, I am not and never have been. But then when I'm at home where it's very dark in the room that I'm in, I look whiter than a ghost on Zoom. (laughs) Like, what is wrong with this thing? Why do I look the opposite of whatever? Like it's overcompensated, it is, and I can't fix it. Everybody has a nice big ring light right behind their lap, right behind their computer. Well, that's a really 
false assumption on their part because I don't have one of those. Well, you just have to get onto Amazon there, get onto Glamazon. And, <laughs> and speaking of Glamazon. There you go. I will look for that. I will send it to you. I'm going to have to wrap up here because it's, uh, I think we're really close to an hour. Okay. Well, we, we just got to, we got to, can't, can't leave without mentioning. Uh-oh. What are we mentioning? Our own, our own buddy, Dr. Beevil. Mr. Bezos. Oh, boy. Shot himself into space on a giant penis. What a tool. And then, and then, came, and then, right, and then came back down and gave away $200 million to charity to two, to two people to do it as they pleased. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somehow overshadowed by everyone still laughing about the shape of his rocket. Yeah. Because <laughs> I hadn't heard about that. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, some uh, two two philanthropisty types of guys, uh, or see, you know, one of them is uh, two people who who just who do a lot of giving back to the community kind of thing. One of them is a uh, he runs a feed the feed the poor type of um, nonprofit, and he said, obviously, a hundred million dollars is not going to get me to you know beat everybody but this is a really nice little uh in- injection of finances into our into my little company and then the other guy i think he was a, he's like a news like a news anchor type of, not an anchor but like a news field dude and he also spends a lot of time helping uh, poor communities or i don't i didn't really neither one were people i was familiar with but he gave a hundred million dollars to each of them and I said, yeah, that makes up for the several billion that you spent to fly into space on a giant penis for 11 minutes. But <laughs> here's some change I found, but you know, between the seats in my That's rocket right. that's shaped like a penis. Stuck in the back of my spacesuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we're going to have to save the big finish <laughs> for your next appearance finish Uh-oh. yeah there was a, a a whole nother a whole nother thing but we don't have time for that because yeah, you have right. to um go celebrate your wife's graduation is no, how many how many we're, phds we're now does she have a, we're hosting a graduation party oh, oh for somebody for, else or a friend of hers oh, okay okay i was gonna i was gonna ask how many uh how many phds does she have now she has none okay she has the same number that i do okay <laughs> <laughs> And, and as do I. So my younger my younger brother did just finish his um, doctorate in music. Oh wow! So, so he 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 plays several instruments very very well. I assume. Uh, he focuses primarily on the saxophone, and there are there's multiple kinds: tenor and alto, and yep, yep. some other types of saxophones. 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 That's what Homer Simpson calls them. Saxophones. You keep going back to Homer Simpson, and I've got it like Sorry. way, way, way back here. Um, that's his. But he's played. I know he plays a whole lot of other stuff, um, but he also does a lot of compositions. So he writes uh, the music. Yes. Nice. He writes. He's got four albums. Really. I believe so. Is I it like four. is it saxophone music? Jazz. Jazz. Mostly jazz. It's jazz. Okay. Is it good jazz or that um other kind of jazz that makes no sense and doesn't go anywhere? 
<laughs> I'll, I don't know that I'm freeform. Is that, the, that, is that the right word? <laughs> I, I don't the stuff think that doesn't have a end. beginning, a middle, or an end. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to be the one to answer that question. And I sent him a, or, or even better, does he play? Does he play snake jazz? Paul F. Tompkins. I'll find that YouTube link as well. And he has a, it's a little like two minute long bit. I think it's just called Jazz Sucks or Jazz is Shit. Not all jazz, just the stuff that has no structure. And I, and I sent it to Chris, uh, my brother, and he got a kick out of it. And he understood, I, obviously, of course, why people have that kind of opinion. But so, <laughs> just, he, he thought it was funny as well. So, just, I, in fact, I'll give you that link too, because I know that's on YouTube. Only, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of the stuff that has no structure. Yeah. He gets into the whole thing about, you know, the notes that you play, the notes that you don't play, and the, you know, they do one note that's different and then they all laugh. Like, <laughs> like a joke. Yeah. Oh, so they're just they're they're just entertaining themselves. Like, hey, let yes. me see if I can screw you up. Yeah. So I'll send I'll send I'll find that, that link as well and send that to you so you can include it in your show notes okay. that everybody reads. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there are show notes and I spend time putting them together. Yes. There's some, there is something for you to read and it works and it's entertaining yes. and it supplements the show just in case yeah. you didn't know it was there. Anyway. Well, they don't appear, the, the various links and stuff don't appear on the, no. the podcast download. You have to actually go to the website. Well, yeah. 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 And since it's a podcast and people just download podcasts, uh, Apple should work on that. Yeah, I've I've never, um, but they probably won't. I think there's a way in the podcasts app, and I have a phone. It's right here. I can look at it. Um, to yes, continue. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so if I'm looking at this thing and I click that, I can say share, download episode, go to show, uh, save episode, copy link. See, go that's just a link to the episode go though. to show and then is there is any of these three dots things lead me to the website uh, it's not obvious if it does for the show notes for the show so yeah apple work on that oh wait there it is way down if you scroll all the way down to the bottom show at, underneath the copyright <laughs> statement it's a really really elevated priority <laughs> show website <laughs> and there's the link <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and again, that just takes you to the website. So if you can't, that means you still can't put into the podcast. You can't go straight to that episode's page. Right. No, you have to then navigate. For instance, right. if you wanted to, con- well, podcasts often come with a little blur, so with, yeah. that you can see in yep. the podcast app, but you can't put links in there. You, no, that's right. It's just text. Yeah, and it, it used to be on I, uh, iTunes, whatever Apple Podcast. It used to be limited to two hundred and fifty-five characters. I don't know if it is anymore, but I still limit mine to 255 characters just in case. I'm like, it's the whole like Twitter thing. Like just, just because you can write more, does it necessarily mean you should? So I've, I've stuck with that, even though I don't think it's a thing anymore. But anyway, thank you for, uh, for being here on the show. And and thank you for pointing out that the listeners can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Click on Nerdburger Show on the Twitters. 
click on episodes like that. at the website <laughs> uh on the it's still it's still on the website you click on the episodes thing on the left and then that takes you to the episodes and then they're uh, posted in in a reverse chronological order so uh, latest episode first and then uh and then you click on each one of those and then you can read all the show notes and click on all the links and see all of the fun and interesting and uh dirty usually alternate episode titles that i come up with yes and it's not gonna is it gonna be jeff bezos's giant rocket <laughs> well it can be <laughs> okay i'm just asking are, how interested are you in jeff bezos's jeff giant bezos's rocket andy rocket. Not in, I, I'm, I'm this interested in it, this much interested. <laughs> if, if my fingers could go through one another <laughs> to, to, to in, into the negative, <laughs> they would. Okay. I saw a quick thing on Reddit that they had some kid who was taught, like, you're not allowed to criticize stuff. It's bad to say something bad about things. Well, of course. And so when he, when he would, they said he's like eight years old and when he eats food, and it's bad. He he does this, and he says it, it was this much delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been joking about that for quite a while. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start using that one. <laughs> it's this much delicious, well, and also that it tastes unhappy. It tastes unhappy. Okay. Well, I hope that uh, that this show does not listen to unhappy for you, and that. It sounds more than more, much more than this good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you should care about the show more than you care about Jeff Bezos's rocket. (laughs) Or um, anything of Jeff Bezos's. Yes. Okay. All right. So outro. Did you, did you write one for us? No, I was telling you to do it. Okay. I'll make something up. Okay. <laughs> you have a celebrity coming on your next show too. I do. Oh, dude. How do you get people to come back? Oh, I get what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Word 11. This common thing in your household could kill you tonight. <laughs> Word 11. <laughs> oh, that, okay. Well, <laughs> since, since, uh, since you brought it up, how, how much did you appreciate my, my bringing a completely new regular guest onto the show as you requested? Uh, it was terrific. <laughs> it was not the very next week, but it, it it had already been scheduled when you requested that, so I couldn't do anything about that. Okay. <laughs> you, you you haven't been listening. That I, have, I have no memory of what you're talking. About. You, that was your outro. The last time you were on was join us next time when Mike brings a a whole a completely new person on as a regular guest host. Oh, is that where um uh that's Spalding? The fuck's his name? Um, Taylor, no, what? the the Stanford. Stanford. What are you talking about? Isn't Doctor Laurie's kid Sawyer? No, he was Sawyer. already a new regular close. guest. He's he's now a regular guest, isn't he? Uh, when he returns emails. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the new Stanford next time and see. If okay. You can figure out what the <laughs> f- you're calling Stanford. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Stanford. What? <laughs> what did you just say? I said Sawyer. He's like, oh, okay. No, the new guest was Todd. Todd. Yes. Go back and listen like five ep- episodes or so ago. Okay. 
Let maybe me do research. Maybe more. I've already got to do two YouTube <laughs> links for you. I wrote them down, so if, if if you don't want to, I can find them for you. Okay. All right. Are we ready to? Paula Tompkins jazzes dumb or something like that, and then Mike Birbiglia and Glamazon. Yeah. Well, it. I can find the Glamazon thing if you do the jazz one, because I don't know. Okay. I don't know what exactly you're. I don't know what I'm looking for. Okay. <laughs> I just wrote down Paul F. Tompkins jazz. Like I would Google that and it would just be a bunch of stuff about Paul F. Tompkins and jazz. I wouldn't know what the, what the, the hook was. So that you were referring to anymore, but I think I can find Mike Burbiglia referring to Amazon as Glamazon. Okay. So we'll look forward to that. Outstanding. On the next, I, ep- shall, send, I shall send it to you on, on the next episode of Nerdburger. <laughs> On the next episode of Nurburger, a celebrity shows up and talks about all of those horrible, dangerous chemicals hiding under your kitchen sink. A-list celebrity Nurburger. Tom Cruise, you heard it here first, will be on Nurburger discussing the dangers of drinking bleach. Mixed with ammonia. Or something. Injecting vitamins. Using those green scrubby pads to clean your taint. Oh, you're not supposed to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, you know, I mean, if if you do it carefully and responsibly and and consensually, you know, with enough... uh, lubrication i think it's probably you know not that dangerous as i uh, indicated it might be okay obviously it's it's working for you so you know i'll have to revisit that just you know be careful Hank. (laughs) connected to a drill no (laughs) maybe one of those battery powered dremels but anything more powerful than that no yeah yeah, you want to you want to avoid uh too many rpms (laughs) yeah don't use one of those new uh those new super duper duracell batteries the ones that make certain things the the electric motors and certain products spin faster (laughs) yeah i'm not sure i know where you're what you're saying i think it's uh, optimum go ahead and, and look that up they're advertising these things. They're like, oh, it's better than a copper top. I'm like, it's it is a copper top. It's a Duracell battery. It's black on the bottom and copper on the top. What what what's better than you no? Know, it's Optimum or whatever they call it, and and it works better in some devices. And then you go on their website, and it's like four things that it makes go faster, and four other things that it makes last longer. And I'm like, wouldn't it make everything last longer if it, if it had more Hitachi? power in it? Huh? Does one of them come from Hitachi? Is that a, a vibrator reference? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was like okay. a, a, a electric toothbrush and oh. some other stuff. Uh, yeah. Your toothbrush. Okay. Although I think, you know, with the right attachment, an electric toothbrush could, get the, could get the same job Fowler done for call, you. Amy for a power call her electric toothbrush Ronaldo or something like that. She had a, uh, oh, oh, did she use it in that way? She said something like that. It was very, it was, 
she made a she made a reference in one episode. It was about, just one of those like, offhanded comments. That... I think she said I call mine was like Ronaldo or Ramon or something like that. <laughs> her, her Latin lover and toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good luck trying to find what episode that was. I'm sure. You know. <laughs> Actually, you could probably do Amy Power toothbrush. Name. Yeah, it probably comes right up. Yeah. The Google would probably tell you what that was. Yeah, but we don't have time to do that now because you have to go to the graduation. Uh, I gotta go. Okay, I gotta go. I'm already gonna get glared. All right, thanks, Andy. My pleasure, Mike. Take care. You too. Goodbye, listeners. Bye. Bye.